And the other one is NFT Maker Pro. And that will be like a backend service for other projects, for large scale projects who want to mint like 10,000 NFTs or 20,000 NFTs. And uh, the idea is that these projects can use our API and our backend services to build their own white label products on top of it. And I think that's very interesting because that would allow like for very specialized marketplaces for very specific things. Welcome to the Cardano Source Podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Edwards, and on this weekly podcast, I catch up with a range of Cardano innovators, thought leaders, and changemakers who are using Cardano to make an impact within the world of cryptocurrency and beyond. As Charles Hoskinson puts it, we are Cardano. And if you permit us, would like to change the world. If that sounds like you, then make sure to subscribe and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Welcome back everyone. I'm your host Blaine Edwards and today we are joined by Patrick Tobler, co-founder of NFT Maker, an NFT marketplace being built on the one and the only Cardano. So Patrick, bro, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. No worries at all. Uh, let's dive straight in with an introduction. So can you please tell the podcast a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. Uh, so as you mentioned, my name is Patrick. I'm a computer science student from Germany, or actually I'm almost done. I, I actually just uh, finished my bachelor thesis like last Monday. And um, yeah, I've, I've been in the Cardano space for quite some time. I've been here since 2017, actually. Um, I've seen the ups and downs and I always wanted to build some stuff on Cardano. And then, you know, last year when we finally uh, got the Shelly era with the stake pools, I decided to start my own stake pool, just try, test it out. Um, that was, is quite nice. I mean, it's uh, fairly successful. I'm, I'm very happy with that. And what's and, that called? Um, it's called Pool of Babel. Um, so the ticker is Babel. If you want to stake and delegate <laughs> go ahead we'll have, um, <laughs> we'll have a link somewhere for that very cool and yeah and then i uh, basically this year decided to not only write my bachelor thesis about cardano but also um, develop the nft maker which is like a little online tool uh, where you can upload an image and then it basically generates an N nft for you on cardano and um, somehow we were or I was with my co-founder, Fahim, who did the design for the website, uh, the, the first real NFT minting tool, as far as I know, at least. And we've, uh, we've had some crazy statistics. Uh, I recently found out that almost, almost half of all NFT policies or top policies on Cardano were made using the NFT maker. So that's, uh, that's very Kudos cool. to you guys. And, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, and now I'm here, uh, I'm trying to build like a company around the NFT maker and uh, expand it into a marketplace. And that's, um, I guess, why we have the catalyst proposal to get some funding for that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, now I'm, now I'm full-time NFT maker. There you go. Before we dive into the details around NFT maker, you mentioned you've been in the Cardano space since around 2017. What drew you into cardano like i always find this quite interesting because um for me it was the idea around changing the world like i think that is something that obviously all these cryptos have changing the world potential but that seemed to be kind of pushed as a dream within cardano and that attracted me was changing the world 
what was the the thing that um drew you into Cardano back in 2017? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's it's very similar. I mean, of course, I started with Bitcoin like everyone else, and then uh, I, I just wanted to get rich quick, basically <laughs> with Bitcoin. Yeah. And then you know, I discovered Ethereum and and learned about smart contracts, and and suddenly had like this huge. Um, you know, explosion of thought about how you how you can apply that in the real world and how much impact that could potentially have. And then, you know, once you get into Ethereum, you just take a look at coin market cap, scan for all the coins, look at what they do, and, uh, and then you know, most of them are of course uh, promising great stuff, but not really delivering. So. I eventually ended up just uh, looking at Cardano, listening to Charles Hoskinson, of course, um, with his videos, which are amazing. I've never seen the whiteboard video, actually. And um, yeah, then I was convinced and then I learned more about the tech and gradually got more into Cardano and uh, only followed it from the sidelines. But then, you know, last year was really the year for me where I realized that Cardano is, is the one. Like mm-hmm. it, that's that's the world changing cryptocurrency in my opinion. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's no there's no yeah. real alternative. Yeah. So you kind of last year there was like a turning point where you're like, this is kind of the one that I think is going to change the world. And then you decided to kind of actually build something. So you did the the stake pool, and now NFT Maker. So what is NFT Maker? Yeah. Uh, so at the moment, uh, we call it version one of NFT Maker. It's um, basically just an NFT minting tool. So if imagine you're an artist, uh, you have like a, a nice image of photograph or whatever, go onto the website, click on mint NFT, upload your image, add some details, like for example, the offer, the title, description, etc. And then uh, you pay some, some ADA, um, like around two ADA or so. And then you get your NFT into your wallet. And that's it. Very, very basic. But um, the interesting part of, is, of course, what we are trying to build with it. So uh, we, we want to expand from version one of the mm-hmm. NFT maker into version two. And version two is hopefully going to be a completely decentralized NFT marketplace. So that's that's the idea. We want to focus on that, um, write smart contracts for decentralized auctions and uh, trading, right? And then completely redesign the whole page, rewrite everything everything from scratch. I've, I already started with that, and that's basically what I'm working on every day. And um, yeah, in the end, we we want to have like a NFT marketplace. Like a, there are many on on Ethereum already, just on Cardano. Okay, gotcha. So, so version one is is focused around uh, minting NFTs. And interesting fact, I think I, I messaged you this. I minted my first NFT on your platform, and it was um, yeah, that's amazing. Super, super easy. I was like, okay, I've, I've heard of these NFTs. They sound pretty good. This website says that I can mint one, and it was a lot easier than I expected. So, um, check out that. It's NFT hyphen maker.io that's the domain name okay and and then version two is kind of moving into some sort of a a decentralized nft marketplace does that mean there will be some sort of token eventually for this um some like sort of governance token or how would you treat it like how would that uh, work yeah so um 
I'm very uh, skeptical with tokens. Um, I think there is like a possibility to make a token, which really makes sense. Uh, we've, we've specifically thought about having a token to basically verify credibility, like a staking system. When you do something bad and you upload like a fake NFT of someone else's art, you lose your tokens uh, because they're locked up in a, in a smart contract. And that way you can verify the credibility of the, of the offer basically. Um, but like, there have been like many people came to me and offered to do like a token launch and stuff like that. And, and most of them are like very much about the get rich quick thing. Mm -hmm. And they just want to make like a quick token launch, raise a few hundred thousand or millions of, of dollars. And then, you know, maybe build something, maybe don't. And that's definitely not what I want to do. I want to focus or we want to focus as, as like the three co-founders of the project on building like a real platform, real product, a real business. And then if and when we see like it, it fit for a token, we will, of course, do a token launch at some point, but not that, that's not one of the primary focuses yeah. at the moment. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. And I think that's kind of an interesting point to, to talk about is the idea that you could create a NFT marketplace or a some sort of blockchain project and then not be a token. Um, they blockchain projects can have a, a token and they, they they could be something completely just different without a some sort of currency built into it. Um, both of those options can exist and both have like interesting um, pros and cons probably. Like I mentioned at the before this podcast, my dream goal is to start a uh, decentralized WWF. Um, that is my dream. And I'm currently thinking that uh, I won't have a token on there as well. It'd be some, um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the best way to, to do that. Cause there are risks associated with, uh, tokens as well. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to point that out as, uh, yeah, you don't necessarily have to have a token attached to these. It may work. It may not. And both are okay. Um, yeah. Going back to, so NFT marketplaces, uh, version 2.0, uh, but what is an NFT? Uh, we've all heard about it. Uh, when people t ask me what it is, I, I try and explain it simply, and then I end up kind of like confusing them. How, how would you define what an NFT is? NFTs are are interesting <laughs> because uh, I think I think everyone has like a different uh, explanation for what they are actually. And to me personally, I, I think that NFTs are essentially about ownership. For me, they are like digital licenses, licenses of, um, of stuff. That stuff can be like digital art or music or like real world objects, like cars, houses, whatever. And um, in the end, like the NFT represents some sort of ownership over something. And that's also like the biggest weakness of the current NFT space because there are many NFTs at the moment um, which are more like trading cards, like football trading cards. And that's of course fine, it can be fun. And uh, there is of course a huge, huge market for, for football trading cards. But if you want to build something like serious and real, you need to attach some sort of license to the NFT. And that's also something we want to do with the NFT maker actually. So I, as I, as a, as an artist who issues an NFT, I need to be very specific about which rights are attached to that NFT. So if 
someone buys that NFT from me, can, what can they do with it? Can they actually, you know, use the image in there and distribute it and print T-shirts with it? Or can they not do anything? Or can they, you know, sell it to other people even? There, there are many unclear questions in that um, direction. And I think I think one of the like biggest challenges of NFTs is to make um, that very clear and have like different options for artists and users. And uh, yeah, so in conclusion, that was a very long, long way of describing what I think about NFTs, but uh, NFTs are about ownership and licenses. Mm -hmm. So the key word in that is ownership. And that's kind of how I think about it as well. It's all about uh, ownership. You could, you can tokenize stuff, you can tokenize things. Uh, and through tokenizing it as an NFT, you're able to verify ownership of that thing uh, on the blockchain. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, NFT. So you mentioned they can be trading cards, like like a like a big use case at the moment is kind of like a, some sort of trading card type thing. But considering that we can tokenize many things. Uh, you said 2.0 is going to be an NFT marketplace. Do you imagine a, a version 3.0 or 10.0 where you where you start um, having a marketplace where there are uh, NFTs that are a bit more nuanced? So they might may not be a trading card. They they could be like a battery in a Tesla car or something like that. So like NFTs because they obviously can be heaps of different things. Uh, have you thought that far down the track? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. Uh, I, I thought about attaching NFTs to real world objects. Um, but the, the, the main thing is, you know, as you can probably hear, I'm German. And uh, Germany is a very difficult country to do anything to operate in, uh, essentially, uh, because the law is very strict and like the rules are very strict. So it's very difficult for me to to build anything that is connected to the real world without gotcha breaking any laws and, and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm pushing that further out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, ho I hope that uh, politics will all, you know, accept crypto at some point. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Um, but I think there are many possibilities with NFTs. I actually think that NFTs will most likely be like a part of every single decentralized application that we will see because they, mm. they have a lot of potential um, that, most people can't even recognize, uh, which is more like behind the scenes and not necessarily about trading cards and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I can totally see like a decentralized Spotify using NFTs to manage like who has access to which songs and, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could definitely see that with Spotify and even some sort of social media platform where wherever you post a piece of content, that content in itself is like, NFT, perhaps like you, you meant that NFT automatically when you publish a piece of content and then you can yeah, track exactly. if people share it. And if they share it, maybe you get a small slice that like, there's so many, like it's, it's, it's ridiculous, the potential of NFTs. Um, yeah, we're so, so early. So, so, so early. Um, there, even though we're early, there are a few NFT marketplaces out there and there's uh, a couple that are in the works. Do you have a strategy to maybe differentiate uh, NFT maker from the rest of them? Yeah, um, I mean, there are basically two competitive fields. Uh, I, I think there's, of course, the one, the one, the marketplaces that already exist on other chains. 
um, like Rarible and OpenSea and all these, right? If they decide to move over to Cardano, it's going to be very hard for any Cardano NFT marketplace because they have millions in budget. They can basically crush every competition. They already have the users, so that's that's very hard. Um, and then, of course, there's the second group, which are basically NFT marketplaces, which are building on top of Cardano right now. And uh, like there are many, like Artano and Solmint and uh, you know, so, some others even. And um, I think the main thing that will differentiate us from like all of them, like the, the other marketplaces and the ones that are currently being built is actually, first of all, speed. Um, because that's you know that's what we've shown so far. Uh, we were the, one of the first NFT minting tools on Cardano, and that helped us get a lot of success. So we want to be one of the first marketplaces. And you know I'm committed to this full time. I'm basically doing nothing else besides working on F NFT Maker version two, and I want to get it out as soon as smart contracts launch, um, like very quickly after at least. And um, once we have it out course like the next step would be to to build a platform which is at least like competitive with all the other nft marketplaces on other platforms so we we need to have like all the functionalities that other platforms have and that's you know uh, like like just the next uh, epoch goal i guess and um and that's also like hard it's it's like a big task to do right and uh, af but after we finish that, we can then finally go and do like innovative stuff that maybe no other NFT marketplaces have yet seen. So, for example, like the, the thing that I mentioned with the um, tokens that you could stake and then lock and then uh, have some credibility score to attach to your account. Um, that would be one of these things. Another one would be like a decentralized way of uh, creating a DRM system, so a digital rights management system, which we often see in games. So that, for example, only the owner of that NFT has access to like a specific medium. So for example, a specific song or a specific um, video or stuff like that. And that's also like a very, very hard technical challenge if you want to do it in a, in a like good decentralized way. It's very easy to do with servers and, and passwords and stuff like that, but not with NFTs. So um, these these are basically the, the things that I want to focus on. And then, you know, it, I I just want to have the platform at the at the edge of the current NFT scene at on, in Cardano, right? So every time we see like a new development. We want to be like very quick and and maybe experiment with that, maybe do our own projects and, and stuff like that. So I think experimentation is like one of the key components. And I'm not sure where exactly it will lead us, uh, mm. to be honest, but I, I'm sure that it will work out. Mm. So focusing on the fundamentals uh, first, so that you can be yeah. kind of competitive with these other ones. But then you also want to, uh, once you have the fundamentals down pat, you want to be a marketplace that is on the the bleeding edge i think like exactly. experimenting and and um kind of innovating within this the space which is evolving every single second That's yeah pretty... you you just said what i said in like uh, 30 sentences in two so i'm very <laughs> impressed <laughs> yeah. well i had to pause when i said bleeding edge because i was like is that the right phrase i wasn't too sure 
Um, okay, cool. And can we talk a little bit about the minting NFTs? Because I mentioned my very sure. first NFT uh, I minted through your platform and it's a really simple process. Could you step through what that process looks like, um, like how easy it is, how long it takes, how much it costs? Uh, and also, is there a possibility, like, do you just mint one at a time or can you mint in batches? Uh, anything around that minting process? Yeah, so um, like at the moment, it's it's like very easy um, for the end user. In the end, uh, you, you can just go to the website, click on mint, um, upload your image, then click on next, then uh, write some additional information like title, then click on next, and then you have to pay uh, like four ADA. Uh, but two of these four ADA will be sent back to you. That's like a technical requirement of Cardano actually. Um, it's called min UTXO and yeah. And then you get your NFT. It's very, very easy from like a user endpoint. Um, but there's actually something that I completely forgot to mention, uh, when you just asked me about, you know, our differentiate differentiation mm -hmm. to other projects, I, I need to get that in really quickly yeah, go for it. because there's, there's actually something, um, that we're focusing on as well. So we have like the NFT maker version two is split into two parts, into two components. And the one of them is of course, like the marketplace, which I'm always talking about, the NFT maker version two, right? And the other one is NFT maker pro. Uh, that's at least what we call it for now. And that will be like a backend, backend service for other projects, for large scale projects who want to mint like 10,000 NFTs or 20,000 NFTs. And uh, the idea is that these projects can use our API and our backend services to build their own white label products on top of it. And I think that's very interesting because that would allow like for very specialized marketplaces for very specific things, um, like just using our platform to make it as easy as possible. And um, yeah, and that's what I'm working on right now, actually. Okay, so if there was some sort of NFT, another NFT marketplace, maybe they had a, a very niche purpose, they could tap into your infrastructure, NFT maker. Exactly. Uh, okay, and, and by tapping into your system, it will help them out. Exactly, because in, they, they don't have to care about the backend infrastructure at all. We do all that for them. They just have to use our API, which is like a very simple thing to use in, in programming. And in fact, I'm I'm in talks with like multiple NFT marketplaces on Cardano, which are considering to do that. So um, I think that is actually like a really cool cool thing to do. And I hope that it all works out the way I imagine it to. Okay, so that would like let's say I uh, want to start an NFT marketplace. I'm interested in conservation. I want to start a one that's focused around wildlife photography. I don't know how to code the backend. Um, there would be some way for me to, to link or partner with uh, NFT maker. I can tap into your system, um, kind of leverage your backend code. So I don't have to yeah. deal with that. And then I have to just deal with the, the front end and, and the rest of it. Exactly. You only have to build like the website and we do all the stuff in the backend. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, you mentioned, so, okay. So going back to what you said prior, it costs four ADA to mint an NFT, but then you get two ADA back. So 
on your platform, if someone goes to your website, nft-maker.io, they can mint their very first Cardano NFT for two ADA, essentially. Yeah. Is Between there, one and two ADA. Roughly around, roughly around that. Is there, if someone wanted to say, let's say they had an idea and it was pretty much like a, a set of NFTs they wanted to produce, would they have to do each end of like mint each end of uh, NFT individually, or is there a way to um, mint NFTs and as like a batch, like a, a, as a group, if I wanted to have a set of a hundred uh, NFTs in a set, is there a way to mint them quickly as, as like a, um, as a batch yeah, of NFTs? Uh, at the moment, there's not. Uh, at the moment, you would have to go through the whole process like 10 times or a hundred times, depending on how many NFTs you want. Um, but of course, like that's one of the most requested features. Uh, so that's, yeah, it is. It's like, okay. I've gotten like hundreds of messages <laughs> about exactly that feature. Gotcha. So um, it's, it's definitely that's possible though, right? We, is, can, yeah, is it, it's, it's possible. Is it possible to, um, do you still have to pay for, um, do you, can you save money through batching as like, uh, let's say if I wanted to uh, create a thousand nfts at once is there a way to do that in one transaction or do you still have to do it in a, a thousand like you you can't do a thousand in one transaction uh transactions have size limits um so you can do maybe depending on the size of your nft metadata like uh, 50 or so okay so um, it depends on the nft as well like what yeah what, exactly the size uh, it. so it, it always depends and um yeah, we, you can you can save some money. You can especially save like the transaction costs, but you can't really save that much on the min UTXO. So the min UTXO is that the, the, the ADA that doesn't go to the network, but it goes to basically the buyer or the re recipient of the NFT. Okay. Um, so it's not completely lost, but you know it's it's still something you have to consider. And uh, we of course will include batch minting in version two. Um, okay. Here, here the idea is basically that we have like the again these two two services right NFT Maker version two uh, for artists who want to maybe mint like ten NFTs at a time in one batch and they can use that and that's awesome and then for other projects who want to mint like one hundred or one thousand NFTs at a time and they can then use the Pro tool. Mm -hmm. Okay, so interesting that you've had heaps of requests about that because that's something that I've been thinking about a lot. So you're you're hoping to integrate something like that into version 2.0 in the yeah, future? Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's exciting. like number one priority. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, that that's it's exciting for me because I I have something that I'd love to do and, and some batch minting as well. So from a selfish that's perspective, that's very cool. I'm I would gonna, love to have you. <laughs> yeah, I'll be keeping an eye out on that. Um, so have you, so this, so NFT makers uh, version two, a uh, 1.0 at the moment, um, you've got a proposal up on project catalyst. Um, do you want to talk about that quickly and go into the details around, um, I guess how much, how much funds you're asking, what you're planning on doing with the funds and the, and the timeline and stuff like that for those that, um, you know, potentially keen to, to send some votes your way. Yeah, um, so I mean, in, in gen general, uh, this proposal is 
like it's not like we're not building the NFT maker. Um, we will mm. build the NFT maker either way if we get the funding or not. And that's maybe not the best way to say uh, <laughs> to, to advertise it. your proposal. <laughs> yeah, you're but, honest. But though. it's the truth. Yeah, I, I want to be transparent and yeah. and like. Um, I'm also like always trying to be transparent about the costs and about the earnings and stuff like that, um, because I think that's important. And um, in the end, this proposal is basically what would help us be like on a little bit more solid footing because uh, founding a company is very expensive in Germany and like it's every, uh, expensive everywhere, but it's also you know, a big risk and we have to, we have a lot of expenses and we didn't make a lot of money with the NFT maker actually. So um, we, we are requesting $40,000 and, um, you know, we will, that that's around 30,000 euros uh, because, you know, Germany and stuff. And uh, then one third of all that will probably go to taxes um, because, yeah, is Germany takes a lot of taxes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. And then uh, we end up with like, I don't know, $24,000 or so, uh, euros also, I mean. And um, that will allow us to like continue doing this full-time, especially me as I'm doing this full-time right now. Um, so it's it's basically mostly living cost. And then it's also a little bit of marketing, of course. Um, it will also pay for like the setting up of the company that we already founded, and um, and like legal stuff because there are you know you have to pay a lot of lawyers and, and stuff like that. Um, but truth be told, uh, forty thousand dollars is not not a lot for a project like this. It's it's like barely anything. I couldn't hire like a programmer for even half a year with the whole amount of money. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that's something that people should be aware of because I, I often read in these project catalyst proposals that like, Oh, you want to have $40,000. Uh, that's so much money and, and stuff like that. That's it's, it's actually not, um, if you want to build like a real startup and company and, um, yeah, I don't know what else to add. Um, it's basically what will allow us to do, to do this mm. uh, like in a more solid way and be a little more, bit more stable. Yeah. And your team, so you mentioned, I think there's three co-founders. Is that the, the team that's yeah, exactly. guess, turning this idea into something tangible? Is the three of you? Yeah, so um, there's Fahim, uh, who was also involved with version one. He's the designer. He's like a very, very good designer, also uh, currently working in a startup in Berlin. And um, then there's Peter, who's like a little bit between design and technology. He's studying Internet of Things. And um, interesting. Uh, yeah, so he, he, he can do both and he will do both. And then there's me, who is uh, like focused on the technology only and uh, Know, I'm basically the guy who brought them all into Cardano and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. The Internet of Things would be uh, really interesting when eventually we start integrating these, uh, tokenizing these physical assets. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's very true actually. Yeah, down the track. Yeah, I'm really NFT space is so um, so early, and when you think about the idea of ownership and the fact that you can tokenize anything 
And it's always kind of valuable to have clarity around ownership of things, especially if those things are valuable or part of a valuable process. Um, that's where NFTs covered. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's yeah. pretty, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, okay. Uh, this is probably like a, um, somewhat strange question, but it's a question that I always find interesting. Um, on your personal website, oh no, no, not on your personal website, on your, um, your, your, your babble pool website, you've got this quote around what is the impossible, oh no, the quote is um, reaching humanity's full potential by daring the impossible. So what would be the impossible that you are, you know, trying to um, overcome, I guess, like, let's just play around with that idea, like overcoming the impossible. What's, what's that thing that you're trying to overcome, I guess. I, I think, or, or to me, that quote is like a quote about the whole Cardano ecosystem, because okay. that's, kind of what it encapsulated yeah. if that's a correct word i'm not sure um and i think it is <laughs> yeah it's that's good um yeah i mean like i think every every single one in like the kind of cardano ecosystem is participating in this huge mission to basically you know bring financial financial services and with that freedom to like the whole world because there is a very big difference between like the first world countries, second world and, and third world countries. And that's, that's very sad because it's just about the opportunity that people get in their lives. Mm. And I, I want to see like the whole world on the same footing. I want to have everyone with the best possible opportunities. And I want to see like w what level humanity can reach when we have fixed all this inequality kind of, because like if, if all people around the world had the same opportunities that I have here in Germany and they, they are amazing, right? Then uh, I, I think there would be so much more um, that we could achieve together, together uh, like with, mm -hmm. with so many smart people who, who actually get to study, who actually get to mm -hmm. work on cool projects and who don't have to think about, you know, starving or, or, paying their rent and stuff like that so yeah that's that's kind of what it what it needs mm. from to me mm. and that seems to be like a cardano uh de definitely a theme within the cardano community is that idea of um kind of leveling the the playing field like i come from a sporting background yeah. and i'm very big on playing a fair game and at the moment you know the game isn't very fair and so if we can, no, it's absolutely not. if we can make the game fairer through leveraging technology such as cryptocurrency and blockchain, then I'm a hundred percent all about that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, and I think that's based on the people that I've spoken to so far and in, in, in the Cardano community and just listening to videos, that seems to be a fairly, um, shared, uh, opinion about this is this is something that we're all trying to do, which is cool. That gives me goosebumps. Um, okay, we've got a couple more questions to go. Um, how can uh, I guess people connect with you and 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 support NFT Maker? Um, so connecting is is very easy. You can write me on all channels. I've been contacted since the launch on on literally everything, even like my private phone number, where I don't even know how people get it. Um, <laughs> well, that's a bit can, scary. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. <laughs> um, I mean, 
the yeah. easiest way is always Twitter. Uh, so I'm on on Twitter. My name Patrick Tobler. Uh, it's very findable. Also, uh, email is a very good place to connect. Um, so Patrick at Tobler dot de. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And supporting is uh, like the best way to support is obviously to vote for us in the next uh, Catalyst funding round. So in Fund mm -hmm. Five, mm -hmm. um, we're under the DABS uh, category. Mm -hmm. I'll add a, a link specifically to that as well. Thank yeah. you. And um, yeah, and I mean, uh, the stake pool, of course. Um, if you want to support me directly, in, in the end, the stake pool is what, what's paying my bills. Um, so yeah, the stake pool is definitely the place to go. Um, stake on Babel, good stake place. On Babel. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. cool. Before I go into the last question, is there anything that um, you want to uh, touch on that I haven't asked you? Um, I don't think so. I think you've okay. asked uh, yeah. almost everything that I can come up with. Cool, cool. Uh, if we find out that we've missed something, then maybe we can uh, get you on a second one in a in the future when maybe at, when we've got a 2.0, maybe we can get you on for when you're at NFT Maker 2.0. That would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Last question. And it's probably got to be similar to um, when we're talking about overcoming the impossible, but this is a question that I ask everyone at the very end. And it's a general Cardano related question. And it's what excites you the most about the future of Cardano? I think, I think the answer is very clear on that. Um, the, the thing that differentiates Cardano from all other projects is the governance. Um, it is Project Catalyst. And while Project Catalyst at the moment has many, many problems, <laughs> and I'm not happy, um, to be honest, but like the idea is brilliant. The idea has like the biggest possible impact in the future that you can think of. I mean, at the moment, we have like, what, 2 million or 4 million in the fund, but but imagine what happens when this fund gets to like a hundred million, which is already reserved, right? And um, like a hundred million would fund so many projects. And then not only like a hundred, imagine what, what happens when it goes to like a billion or 10 billion or a hundred billion, then we wouldn't be talking about, you know, some random dab like NFT maker or stuff like that. But we would be talking about, you know, maybe building roads or building like, buildings and, and bridges and stuff like that, real life stuff or funding uh, research, like really long-term research. And that's, you know, it's the closest thing we have to like a global government, I think. So um, uh, my hope is that Cardano evolves through the system. And then, you know, one day we will all have like a very direct way of doing democracy through Project Catalyst. That's that's what I'm most excited about by far. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please feel free to subscribe. Uh, and also, if you like our content, then make sure to check us out on social media with the handle Cardano Source. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>